Hey everyone and welcome to 121 in Flux, I am Peter, that is Connor, and we talk about movies on this show, and this episode, because Shark Week is happening, we thought it might be a good time to do the original Jaws. Yeah, I feel like you don't really need to say the original, you just say, time to do Jaws. Well, I think next year we're going to do Jaws 2, which is why I'm <laughs> specifying the original this time. I don't know, might do another random shark movie, we'll see. Well, I, feel, I think the plan was to do more than one this year. We just didn't have time because we had other movies that we had to do. But I, I feel like next year what you're going to get is Jaws 2 plus other Shark movie. And then the year after Quite that, possibly. you'll get Jaws 3 plus other Shark movie. Quite possibly, yeah. I think that's the Unless plan. Unless for some reason we're quite busy that summer. I want to do In that case, though. Just get one. I've never seen Jaws 2 and 3, so I definitely want to do those. But I also want to check out some other stuff. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I that said, Matt watched Jaws 2 the other day and didn't sound very good and and matt will forgive a lot of things yeah i'm not looking forward to just two i am looking forward to just three okay i've heard glorious b-movie things about jaws three so i i am okay for that but where's about jaws uh we'll start spoiler free i guess <laughs> like we always do we'll give you a warning somewhere in the middle before we get any spoilers although i imagine most people have seen jaws but just in case you, you'd think so yeah just in case and we're, we're going to do that so yeah that's what we're going to do so um jaws of course it's a film about a shark jaws the shark his name's not jaws it's not it, i know it's not it's a peep show joke i'm sorry his name's bruce for the record i i i know but the, it, it's a whole thing in peep show it's oh. you know it's just jaws jaws the shark all right all right but um yeah and i'm just noticing a slight video hitch no that's not a video hitch what's that <laughs> <laughs> I've not seen anything. There's a, there's a, a, just a black bar at the bottom of your video, and I don't know why. Oh, there is, isn't there? I don't know why that's there. That's weird. Hold on. Hold on. Aha. Aha. <laughs> there we go. Look at that. Skype's got nothing on us. Yeah. Yeah, I, was, I updated my Skype for the first time in years because Skype told me that if I didn't, I, I wouldn't be able to use Skype anymore. And it changed so much for our recording uh, needs. So that's why I didn't change well, it before, because it changes so much. And it, it really bugged me, but anyway. We've uh, been jumping through hoops all night. We have. We're recording this much later than we planned. Um, so, so yeah, because we actually had two other things to record after this, but those will be get, those will be waiting now. They'll be waiting for another night, because it's late. Jaws! Jaws, of course, is a classic. Is it, do you know what? It's actually... There's something special. Every so often we do what I'll refer to as a biggie. You know, like, we do, we do a lot of weird little movies. We do some, like, gems. We do some, you know, classics here or there. But every so often we do, we do one... Shy. Yeah, but every so often we do an alien. Or we do, you know... We do... What's another big film we've done? Um, Godzilla. Godzilla, yeah. We do Godzilla. We do an alien... Even, even even Predator like it may not be as big as these films but it's, it's definitely in the pop culture you know it's one of those films where yeah. everyone knows this it's just part of like you know our, our recent history I was going to say I, I maybe wouldn't have said Predator because I feel like it's been a while since since we've done one like like this and Predator was relatively recent I guess sure sure um, but you know it's, it's, it's a big classic it's just one that people talk about a lot and uh, it almost needs no introduction. It needs. To, you know, that's why I'm almost struggling to like have an intro for it. It's like, okay, so movie set on you know. What, 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 what do you say about Jaws? Yeah, yeah, there's a shark and it starts eating on people and the, the sheriff has trouble convincing the mayor and there's all these things. Um, so ultimately, I mean, obviously we both like Jaws. I think that's 
probably quite obvious. I, honestly, my my first thought, or you know, watching this was that I miss the Spielberg. I miss him so much because yeah. Spielberg's not made a movie that I really like in a long, long time. Yeah, I'm trying to think, but I think it has been a while, hasn't it? The ser- I mean, hell, several of his films in the last ten years that I've not even wanted to see. Never mind, like, and Lincoln. So was like I, need, most... I need to have a quick glance now. See what the last one yeah. that was like. You know, that was a undeniably just that was great. Yeah, it's been a long time because even the stuff from like the two thousands, which you know, I like some of it well enough. I don't think any of them compare to like his best stuff. And uh, I imagine a lot of people would tell you Saving Private Ryan, but not yeah, for me personally. Yeah, I, I don't love Saving Private Ryan. I think it's okay. I think you, I mean you have to go back to the the back to back of Schindler's List and Jurassic Park. Yeah, I think that's it. I, in, I, think, in I think after that, that's yeah. I think after that was a drop off, and then it's kind of, and then there's a bit of a decline gradually because like you know you look yeah, at yeah, there's like you know. You know, Saving Private Ryan, uh, you know, Minority Report, Catch Me If You Can, War of the Worlds. None of those are bad. No, no. Even Terminal's not bad. The Terminal's not a bad movie. Yeah. But then you get your, your, your little bit later, you get your War Horse, you get your, your Lincoln, your Bridge of Spies. Yeah, so really really dull. And let's not forget Crystal Skulls right at the start of that section yeah, as I, well. Yeah, I, I kind of I brushed over that because I was like, I don't, I don't want to mention yeah. that. So you know, it's worth noting. Um, obviously, patrons are getting this episode uh, slightly early, so I think Shark Week's technically not started for the patrons when this goes up, but for the public when this goes up, uh, yeah, it's, it's 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 I think I think Shark Week starts on a Sunday, so it's yeah. a couple of days early for the patrons. Uh, for the public, you know, right at the end, you've been flooded with shark content all week. I'm Probably, sure. Probably, yeah. But here here we are. So it's funny actually when I put in the Blu-ray to watch it. For some reason, I went to the making of first. I didn't watch the whole thing because it's two hours long. It's like a meaty, meat two hour yeah, making yeah. of on that disc. But I watched the first like twenty minutes. It was just kind of fascinating to hear some of the the conceptions, particularly like like not knowing what to call the book. Like he went through tons of titles and he said they were all really pretentious. And it was like, oh, it was the the the, the jaws of death, or the, you know, it's like and it's like we can't even decide on a word we like. And I was like, well, how about jaws? Just call it jaws. It, you know, it's catchy. It fits in a book cover. Like, it's called Jaws. And it's funny because now, like, we think of Jaws, we just think of this movie. It has so much meaning behind it, but they struggled to, to, to name yeah. the book. Uh, and I just think that's interesting. It's funny. It'd been a long time since I'd seen this. I'd seen bits here or there, you know, in, in recent time because yeah. I'd, you know, studied scenes here or there. But it's probably a good decade since I've just sat down and watched it. It's been a while since I've watched this all the way through. It's been a while. Yeah. I can't remember. Pro- probably when I got the Blu-ray, which I, I think came out in like 2010, 2011, something like that. So, yeah, not that far off. Yeah, that's probably when I watched it last, when I got the Blu-ray, when it came out. Uh, but I, funny enough, actually, I opened the, uh, the the case, right, and they had the ultraviolet code, and the expiration date was like March 2015. And I'm like, jeez, we've had these ultraviolet codes for a while. Ah, I didn't remember them that long. Yeah, we're, we're, this one's now three years out of date. Damn. I know. I never use them. No, nor do I. I, I, I I'm fine. Uh, but, yeah, so, so you got Jaws and you got the... So I, I guess we just start talking about why it's so good. Like, why does it work? Because it's great. I don't, we don't have to tell you it's great. It just is. But yeah, Everyone knows that with Jaws. 
yeah um you know, it's, it's kind of a horror movie. It's kind of an adventure movie. It's kind of all these different things. It's one of those that I never know. If someone goes, if someone says to me, "What what genre is Jaws?" I don't know. Like, it's a, I, I don't know what I'd say as as a definitive answer. It's an adventure thriller. Sure. I mean, that that works. But then, yeah, some people will say, "Oh, it's a horror movie," and I don't know how much I can fight that. I kind of, I think I disagree. I wouldn't say it's a horror movie. No, I wouldn't put it in the horror horror genre. But I don't think I could really fight them on it. I, I get why I get why people dip it into that though. I get why they see it that way. But I I, I wouldn't put it into the horror genre. Um, it's funny because if it wasn't for the fact that it was meant to just be like a, I mean, it's a big shark, sure, and it acts kind of out of character for what a shark actually acts like. But if it, if it was any type of non-real creature, it'd easily be a sci-fi movie because it has so many staples of a of a monster movie. It just happens to be that the monster is a real thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, you're right. It, it, it is a monster movie essentially. Yeah, but and and if it had like you know, oh, it had you know these laser green eyes. Okay, instantly sci-fi. But it doesn't. It's just a shark. So therefore, it's not a sci-fi movie. And you can't call it that at all. So, but you, you almost wish it was just so you could call it a sci-fi. Yeah, movie. just like a classic, the sci-fi movie. Uh, here, here's some stuff that here's <laughs> uh, something I noticed early on in the film that I never noticed before. Just a Go little on. touch that I loved is um, when it, when when uh, what's the what's, what's the chief's character? I'm forgetting all the character names already. It's just the chief. Yeah, chief uh, Brody. They, they call him that Brody. constantly. It's just chief. Matt, chief, Matt would chief. slap me for not remembering his name's Brody. Uh, but Chief Brody goes goes into his office and his his assistants there, and she's telling them about oh blah, blah, blah. And one of the things she mentions is that there's a one of the locals is really upset that some kids were karate chopping his picket fence, and then when he goes into town, he's actually going in to to get um, supplies to to make signs so to say the beaches are closed. But he's he's being like you know accosted by various people as he's walking through town, and one of the guys that stops him, I noticed in the background this time that it's his picket fence. That the tops of the fence are all snapped over. Are they? And yeah, I, I never, never noticed it before. I was like, oh, that's really good. That's really good. It's just there in the background. I like that. Because uh, one of the reasons to just sort of spin this into one of the, the positives as to why I think it's a really good movie is. The town has such character. There's such a local of like group of people where I like I get this sense of all these business owners and I get this sense of all these all these people that Chief Brody has to put up with. That he has to you know. Yeah, deal you, with. you really get it in like the the town meeting scene. Yeah. But you know they are all sprinkled throughout. Yeah, because because right away you get that okay he's not from here, uh, he's from New York. Because I think the the opening scene with him and his wife is like oh no he don't say that you say yard and he's like in the yard in the car and he does his little voice and it's like oh he's something from New York um, and right away it's characters like okay like all, all the main characters in this movie all get solid introductions to give you a sense of okay what's their sense of humour what are they like uh, what, you know what, how do they inhabit you know when we first get introduced to, to Hooper he he's a bit later in the film and he shows up because obviously he comes in as the, as the expert he like yeah. his very first scene he's trying to help and he shouts over to the guys who are overloading the boat and he just kind of turns and says oh they're all going to die as he's laughing because he's basically telling me to piss off so he just turns and says oh yeah. they're all going to die <laughs> and he walks off you immediately get who he is as a character yeah. you immediately get who he is and I think that's true of, of Brody Quint of course probably has the most dramatic introduction of, of a scene he's a bit more of a mystery but that's kind of his character 
You know, he's just he's, he's... yeah, he he is the the mysterious figure there, just yeah. like ooh, well, he's a bit, a bit shady almost. Yeah, but they they all have these big introduction scenes. Well, I mean, I, I say big, some of them aren't big, but they're all very layered. There's all just these little things that tell you about who they are, um, and it's one of these things that when you're you're comparing it to modern movies, and people will say. Oh, why are you so critical of your, your your Michael Bay movie or whatever? Like, you know, this big summer blockbusters. They just leave your brain at the door, and I'm like, no, 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 no. Jaws is your big summer blockbuster, which is not. I mean, it's well made. It's really well made, but it's not like some deep movie about anything. It is a summer blockbuster that's just entertaining. That's what Jaws is. Yeah, it is the summer block. It's like the first summer yeah, blockbuster. It right? started that. So when people say, "Oh no, like forgive it, all these things," because it's just a summer blockbuster. No, 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 no. Go back to Jaws. Jaws is a summer blockbuster, but it's treated. You know, the, the Spielberg and Co. treated it with respect. They made a solid movie that, uh, like, it has good direction. It has good characters. It has solid little moments. It bounces from humor to to suspense. It it does all these things. It's expertly put together. Uh, so th- this is one of these movies where I'd look at it and say, "No, no, no, no. This is." what a blockbuster should feel like not necessarily terms in, in terms of uh, plot or content, that can change wildly, but... Uh, even tone and, and and tone, attention to detail, I think is a big thing the, 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 it doesn't treat us like idiots, it introduces things, it, it has these small mm. things in the background um, the characters are likeable without being, but I mean there are some dark things, I mean I, I think the closest it gets to having something to say is Quint's big speech about uh, coming back oh, yeah. from Hiroshima I was like, okay, that got really dark all of a sudden, and it was, it was like a different, a different thing. Yeah, I, I think the thing with the characters as well is they're all very down to earth, mm. very believable. It's like, yeah, okay, you've got yeah you know, one one guy's an expert, uh, you know, in in marine biology or whatever it is specifically. But so he's very good at that stuff, but it doesn't mean he's very good at everything. Oh yeah, and part that's part of the the the, the connections between the characters is that. You know, Chief Brody's happy to see him because he's there to help, but Quint looks at him as the, the, the city college boy who's never actually worked on a boat and therefore sees him as yeah. in, inferior and that becomes their core sort of back and forth is like, you know Hooper's trying to prove himself and getting frustrated when when Quint just disregards him and looks Yeah, for... and it, it comes down to bonding over, over battle scars it, Yeah, that's eventually what we get to, yeah Which, by the way, just full spoilers for, for the whole thing. I don't want to that dance around things in this one so full spoilers for Jaws because it's Jaws um, but yeah it, it comes down to that bonding scene with the Balskars which leads into the story and it's like after that scene the other two characters kind of understand them a little bit more um, the yeah. whole idea that he, 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 he will never wear a life jacket again after that incident where he was trapped in the water with all these soldiers and all these sharks like killed so many of the men but at the end of the, the whole speech he says but we did deliver that bomb like you know like and it's I'm like, oh, what's he getting at here? The horror of men and like how sharks are just acting to their nature, <laughs> but we are worse than they are. Like, that that got it sounded very deep all of a sudden when the entire movie's not really doing that. Yeah, but you've got some simple, simple things. Like, I think I think that's why that scene sticks out so much, though, isn't it? It's it because does, yeah. it's the one time all movie where it stops and they just listen to a story for three four five minutes however long it goes on it's, it's yeah it's a long it's a long yeah it's a long monologue it is it's a good few minutes i'm not sure exactly obviously without checking but it 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 doesn't rush through it and i don't think there's any other point in the movie where it just stops and listens like that 
I think part of the reason why that works is A, because it's not done it before, but also because he is the mysterious character and we want to know what drives him. And we don't really know yeah. up until that point. Um, and you do almost get that he is the, the, the obsessed like Ahab. Because like, obviously later on, or before this even, he smashes the the radio when they try to call back. He comes in and smashes. Yeah. He's like, no, we don't want to help. We're going to do this. And then later on, of course, he actually gets him kind of screwed because he drives out quicker than the boat should and he ends up you know, messing the engine up. And all of a yeah. sudden, it's okay, we're screwed. We're out here because he is obsessed. He has to there kill are, this. There are some wonderful moments in the music that I want to refer to like that like, yeah obviously we'll get to the main theme because dun, dun, you know whatever but dun, but but separate from that is the moments where he starts pushing it he he starts kind of going towards almost like a little bit of madness right mm. where the, that obsession comes in the music does these really like light and almost playful things just in like, like on the flutes and it's like it's so out of touch and it's just kind of there sitting in the background well, as you know, uh, as he's running to see, you know, the water's flooding yeah. into the engine, and it's it's all smoking. It's actually, and he's looking at it. It's actually an extension of uh, the little flute theme that plays with Brody. There's like, there's like a little adventure theme for Brody that plays. There is, which I'm gonna ruin for you now. Oh, go on. It's Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. <laughs> that flute theme is is almost identical. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, I'd have to listen to it again. Yeah, yeah, I know. But next <laughs> time you watch, next time you watch the movie, well, when, when he's climbing that. up the ship and stuff, like that's Twinkle Twinkle. Yeah, stars, yeah, the and the one me. that comes in, at, you know, at the yeah. end when they get to shore. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah, just just to ruin that for you. Sorry. Well, it doesn't really ruin. It doesn't sound like Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. Uh, it does once once it's in your head, it's all you'll be able to hear. You know, watch it now. You know, damn it. We'll see. We'll see. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll check yeah. it next time. Uh, what what I was gonna get though is that everyone talks about the main theme. I'd forgotten those little adventure bits were in there. Those little light yeah. moments. Um, everyone remembers the dun 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 dun. dun, dun. You know, everyone remembers that. But uh, actually, there's a funny point about this movie. This movie always makes me want to eat. There's like several dinner scenes. Where they've got like it's like it was a scene where they're at Brody's house and like uh, Dreyfus um, Hooper comes in and like just steals his food, and then Quinn's always eating some. Quinn's always like eating. So even in his introduction, mm. he's he's chomping on I think it's like a slice of an apple or something like that, uh, or yeah, maybe a pickle yeah, yeah. or something like that. something crunchy. And then you know the scene where they're showing the scars. That's after they've had dinner and there's like the dinner plates out and it always like. This is a movie. Some movies go the entire runtime without even having like the hint of anyone having anything to eat. This one like constantly has. They're always eating. There's always food kicking around. Yeah, I don't know why. So I, just I don't think I don't think it really stuck out to me as much because I had just eaten a a, a relatively large meal mm-hmm. right before watching this, so it didn't really jump out at me. I had a relatively large meal after I watched this because I was like, oh, oh yeah, I bet. Food, food now. Time for food. Time for food. What was interesting, actually, in the making of, I, uh, one of the chunks I did see was they were talking about the couple, uh, the married couple who shot the real shark footage in Australia. They got some footage and mm-hmm. they had like a miniature cage and had a little person who went into the cage and he was terrified, <laughs> naturally. But of course, sharks aren't actually as interested as we know, the, as Bruce the shark is in Jaws. They don't really care. But they eventually, like, he, one of the sharks in the area did eventually ram his head into the, the, the cage and sort of like you know dance around a little bit 
um, and they showed that footage. So when I was watching it this time, because I watched this before I watched the movie, I actually recognised that shot that was the real shark. And where the, and they said that they actually because there was no one in the cage when the shark did this, and they got this great shot, they actually rewrote the script a little bit to account for the shot. So that just like, so they could use it because it looked so good. It was like, oh no, we're using that. That that's some legitimate shark footage. We can do this. Yeah. yeah. And the idea being uh, that. The, the reason why they used a miniature cage with a, a smaller person was because the real sharks here were much smaller than what was, the shark was meant to be. So it was just a way to scale it up. It was the classic, you know. Yeah. yeah. But of course, they didn't want to dangle Normally, they'd put a child in because they did that in Alien to make the sets look bigger. But I think there'd probably be some rules against putting the child in a cage with a shark. <laughs> I don't see why. You don't see why? Nah, it's fine. It's a cage. They're good. <laughs> sure and sure. you know if something goes wrong yeah who cares it's just a kid but yeah i, I recognized that shot i was just because because i saw it in the make i was like oh okay i'll always remember that shot spe- specifically that moment uh yeah. now uh when i'm watching it but it's, it's interesting cool. uh so obviously we mentioned the music the music's iconic it, it is like, like you say i think it's almost a shame that only that theme is iconic though hmm like, cause, like you say, you you forget about it. If you tell ask people to say, "All right, tell me some music from Jaws," they're gonna do that one theme. If you say, "Right, any other piece," they're probably gonna draw a blank. M- most people. It is a shame because there's a lot of good music in it. Hmm. Um. No, there's a lot of good music. Uh, it's, it's actually a really well put together film in terms of. Um. There's, there's a lot of very iconic shots because of the camera setups. Um, everyone remembers, of course, Brody, like you're know, putting the the chum into the water, and you know the shark yeah. just jumping up behind him. Um, which actually, again, watching it this time and kind of thinking about the movie a bit more as I'm watching it, um, I don't think it ever occurred to me that's actually the first time you see the shark in the movie. Really, like you, you see, you see like the faintest like outline of him in the water at a couple of points, but that's yeah, the first a time you, thin here or there. Yeah, but... but that's how that's the first time you really, really see him. Um, and it's okay. It's, this is third act time now. We're ready. to we're ready to go. This is this is time, because yeah. uh, I I think again the the weird structure of this movie is that they go out into that boat the trio uh, about an hour ten into it. So the, the last fifty minutes, almost half the movie is them in the boat. All the other characters go away, and it's just about them in the hunt. Um, but the movie has a really great stru- structure where it escalates from the start of the movie. Obviously, you know, one girl gets killed at the start, and it escalates from there. But it's all about okay no one believes him uh obviously there's the corruption of the mayor oh no this is like a summer town like it's the fourth of july weekend we need to, you know we need to have everything open so we can him, make money him talking to the guy on the beach going go in the water no one's going in you're going in the water well yeah because by this point there's, there's been a couple of incidents and like no one wants to go in and okay fine we'll go in and everyone goes in and they actually have the scare because there's a, there's a kid with a fake fin and obviously when he comes out the water at the end there's like, there's like tons of boats with like guns pointing at guns him pointing at him. and I'm like geez, you're a lucky kid you didn't get shot <laughs> they, yeah, they could have started yeah. firing into the water just to try and kill the shark um, and obviously there's the point where they think they've, they've caught a shark and like you know Hooper's like nah that, that shark's too small That's I not... mean, they, they caught a shark to yeah. be fair to them not like, the that, shark that did happen yeah. not the shark but, but even because this is the thing Quint after his introduction scene the only time we see him is during this scene where they think they've caught the shark and he's in his boat in the background just laughing he's like that's not the shark he knows like like Hooper and Brody like you know he comes over for dinner he's like oh let's go check that shark he's like okay fine we'll go down there and we'll, we'll check it out they have to go down and cut it open just to confirm it 
and then that's when they go out at night and like you know uh, you know Hooper goes underwater and it feels you know it's like, again very suspenseful scene uh, all underwater stuff um, and of course there's a whole thing throughout the film where, where Brody's scared of water and he always has been so he's you know terrified he's got a life jacket on the entire time he's he's, he's doing his whole thing and um, but it's all building up it's not until like, you know it's almost Brody's kid who gets killed because he's in he's in the pond area and that's where the shark goes and a guy loses his leg uh, that was another thing from the making of documentary is one of the guys said oh there was originally two different guys losing their legs but he thought no that's, that's two that's you know we only need one it was repetitive at that point it's not wrong you can do an arm and a leg but not two legs oh sure yeah sure um, but no it's, it's, it's really it's fun stuff it's, it's weird that this is rated PG when you watch it yeah yeah I mean it's because there's not actually much blood or anything like that which I think is what drives up the rating is the actual the, the blood of it even the nudity at the start though especially especially when you're watching now in HD like you know the nudity is kind of there you can kind of see it yeah no that's true I'm surprised I'm, it never got reclassified I know because I mean in SD I buy that the, the silhouette and the darkness of the scene probably hides the nudity but in, yeah. in HD you can just kind of see it it's, it, it's pretty full frontal at one point so yeah, no, you're right. It's kind of it's kind of weird. Uh, I guess it's just from a different time. <laughs> now, now nudity is the thing that drives up the rating more than anything. No, it is. Yeah, cutting mm-hmm. off a head. Oh, that's fine. A boob? Oh no, R rated. Yeah, pretty much. Can't be, can't be having the boobs in a in a PG thirteen. I mean PG thirteen. Yeah. I'm glad we. I'm, I'm glad we can cut off the heads though. Oh yeah, no, I, I love a good bit of violence in my in my movies. I don't, I don't want that to yeah. go away. It just feels weird that it's it's classed as is better than nudity yeah it is weird isn't it yeah it's, it's odd it's an odd, it's an odd thing but there you go. especially where one is distinctly more you know normal than the other right yeah you're much more likely to come across nudity than than a head being chopped off yeah i would hope. lucky yeah <laughs> I, would, I would really hope so <laughs> <laughs> if nothing else you see yourself naked often enough that, that is that's a good point yes there you go yeah um, I'll tell you what, I love the mayor character I, I love how like kind of slimy he is sl- yeah slimy and just kind of like, everything's about the money he doesn't care that people are going and I the, the great scene I love actually is when the mother of the boy who dies the, the, the big attack when like there's tons of people because this is the one that convinces everyone to actually go hunting for a shark um, and the, the boy dies and the mother like comes up to him uh, after they've caught the, the wrong shark and the mother they've obviously been at the funeral recently they're all dressed in black and she comes up and slaps them and gives them shit because you knew about that first girl and you let them open the beaches and the entire time the mayor is standing right next to him and never says anything when he's the one who told them no 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 we have to open the beaches because he wanted to shut them he tried his best to do it Yeah, and of course Brody will still feel guilty because from his point of view he's like well I should have just fought harder yeah he didn't do enough Yeah, but the entire time the mayor is just standing next to him and I was watching every time we got got out the glimpse of him. I was watching his face for his reaction, and it's a really good moment of just like paying attention to him and seeing how he handles because everything she's saying is more true for him than it is for. I Brody. like how he 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 just intentionally doesn't react. Yeah, it's it's almost like he just chooses not to listen, so he doesn't have to think about it. Yeah, um, so. So a big part of the film is just kind of getting to the point where enough stuff happens where they accept that okay we have to do this because Quint of course asked for ten grand to, to to go and kill the shark 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the original offer was three. Yeah, and he's like, no, nah, I'm not killing that for three. I'll find it for three, but I ain't killing it for any less than ten. Yeah, it's basically it's reasonable. Yeah. Um, also, there's all these little moments that I forgot. I forgot about the graffiti at one point, like on the on the, the yeah. big t- town like entrance sign. Someone actually drew a, drew a fin into the water, saying "Help, shark." As you do. As you do. I I almost laughed. I feel like that's what probably happened in real life after the movie came out. Is that tons of people went around vandalizing anything like that? Yeah, and yeah, beach probably. communities. I can see that totally happening. You just know this specific town, wherever it was, that got a huge boost for its tourism, right? Oh yeah, where well, the shot jaws. I mean, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Just, just like anywhere where you can visit, like a a, a movie location. I'm sure. Yeah, like, yeah, This is where they shot jaws. You can come and visit. But I feel like this one in particular. You know, for like family, it's like, hey, there's a beach. Right? It's an actual vacation spot anyway. Plus, it's also where yeah. they shot jaws. Yeah. Yeah, so I bet it drove it up. It's like, hey, let's go. We'll go there for. The, we'll go to the beach. You know, that, that's instead of just, oh, we'll go and visit that thing in that city somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, obviously, there's the there's the obvious things of okay, you, you hide the shark as much as possible. It makes it more effective. What you don't see is scarier. There's some really effective moments where he uses that, where you can see like the the scene where the the two guys in the dock, the dock gets ripped away, and yeah, it's it's being dragged out, and you actually see the the dock turn in the water to come back for the guy in the war and it's like a really great because you don't see the shark all you see is the the, the, the floating you know pallets yeah. of wood but yeah and, and they do it a lot later on with the the floating barrels that are attached to it and I think it's something that you know this this was uh, I, I, I assume at least it wasn't an int- a choice of oh let's hide it it'll be scarier I assume it was yeah we know how this this practical thing looks if we show it too much you're gonna notice it kind of doesn't look real. I think I, I think you're doing a bit of a disservice to assuming that it was one or the other. I I, I think you can have a, a a gradient of between the two, where okay, the, uh, I, I just in my mind that was the, probably the driving factor. Because I've heard Spielberg say that he wanted to show less of it because it was scarier just not seeing it. So no, fair enough. I, I think there's a, there's a, there's a almost a almost an insulting thing to do here. Right. Sorry, cat. Uh, I, I threw him out of the bed, and he kind of fell off, and he's climbing back up. Okay, yeah, you could just hear the claws clap. Yeah, uh, but he look. I think there's almost a thing here where you say, okay, movies in the past only had things because they couldn't show them because they didn't look as good, and that made them scarier. I think it's a bit of a almost an insult to movie making as a whole to assume that no one would ever have made the right choice if they had the, the option of just showing everything all I the mean, time. Maybe. I think that's a bit unfair. I guess is what I'm saying to say that oh the, the only reason why Jaws and Alien are as good as they are is because they didn't want to show they, they couldn't show the thing, so it's effective because of that. I, I mean, I, I mean, I think for me though is even if that is the reason is oh okay we they 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 knew they couldn't show it they knew that they had to be creative and work around that to me that's worth that that's what's to be applauded not that oh they made the right choice either way you know say say it wasn't an issue. To me, is they had that limitation, and they were like, "Okay, we need to work around this," and they came up with. Oh yeah, but it's, it's applauding. arguably better. It's applauding it for something different, but I, I think it's silly to think that no one just ever had the right idea of seeing less is scarier. They no, couldn't. no, of course, but in this instance, because I mean, there there are times where you see the shark in the in the fi- in the final, you know, coming head on, and it looks a bit stiff. I think is is maybe the, oh, the sure. right word. Oh sure, no, it is, but. Um... If Spielberg wants to tell me that he 
he he didn't just always hide it because he couldn't show it. There was an actual choice there. Because, I mean, in that scene with the wood, like, he could have still showed the, the fin. The fin looks fine whenever that's peeking out. But yeah, he didn't. Yeah. He made the choice to just do it with the with the, the bit of pier that was there. Um, but, yeah. And that was a creative choice. It wasn't something he was forced into. I mean, uh, that's, that's still the way I feel about it, but I don't see that as a negative. I see it as, you know, know knowing the strengths and knowing the limits and, and, and working to that. Oh, there's definitely, I mean, there's definitely skill in that as well. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not downplaying that. I I think just to assume that oh no the reason why we ever learned that showing less is more is because they couldn't show anymore. It's it's kind of a, a impossible to find out. And at what yeah, point see the... the problem is you know when he says it now it's like yeah of course I meant it that way. I'm like <laughs> yeah you you're gonna say that aren't you? It, it was a success. Sure, uh, but I, I I don't know I I just I I think I think it's wrong to assume that back then like there wasn't any like you know because I mean. There's a reason why, like Spielberg was was good at what he did, right? Yeah. Right, and I, I think I think it's maybe wrong to assume that he only he, he just locked into like kind of the style that Jaws has because he couldn't do it another way. Okay. Yeah. You know, I, 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 I just I just feels like it's a discredit to like the achievement here because it is so effective. Um. And... I I just feel like. I think Spielberg's a, a particularly good example here because you have the, the that effect is is prevalent here. It's prevalent in Jurassic Park, right? Of of hide of hiding the dino- the dinosaurs quite a lot in in the shadows, you know. And then if you look at to go recent, say Ready Player One, there's no hiding anything at any point, you know, and things that arguably should be. And and maybe he's he's lost his touch over the years, but maybe it's just the technology got to a point where where he felt where he could do what he was in his mind's eye. He's not got those limitations that he's got to work around, and it suffered for it. He's just gotten worse though. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I think that's clear yeah, from no. the movies that don't have CG. Also, Red Player One's not a movie where you would hide things. I, f- I feel like there are points where you know it plays with the like certain horrorish elements, and and it doesn't hide. You know, any like the there's the 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 Shining section, for example, where. Yeah, every but everything's just really well lit and in your face. Oh sure, I mean the shining is really well lit in your face though. <laughs> it is, but I'm just saying yeah, that there are elements in that movie where I I feel like okay I can see, but he's like nah it's good enough it, we'll we'll just leave it. Well, but that's, it's, that's, it's that's, that's a completely that different like thing to talk about though. It's him just saying oh that's good enough now. That, that is a completely well, no, different no. debate. And, and that's the thing here where ultimately for me the way I look at this is it wasn't good enough. He couldn't just leave it and go. Oh, it's good enough. So he ha- he was forced to think of a better way. He was forced to think, how do I go get around this and improve? Oh yeah, but it? my my problem with what you're saying is though is you're implying that that's all he ever did in the movie was like, oh, I can't just show this. So how do I do it another way? You you're not saying to me that, that you're saying to me that he never once just said no. I choose to not show this because I think this will be a more effective scene. I know, and that's what I think. I I do I stand by that because in the later movies where he can just show things. It's it's he he chooses to just do that. Like yeah, sure. There's limitations with the shark, just like there was limitations with the alien suit, an alien, and you yeah. you you work around that. Um, but there's there's still certain amounts more you can show if they want to, and there's a choice there not to. There's a choice there to, oh, we could always have the fin, but it doesn't actually. There's actually very few scenes in the movie where you have the fin sticking out. 
no, it's, it's done in different ways it's done in in different ways to sort of like up the tension in a new way that wasn't the same as last time and kind of keep escalating until you get to that last chunk of the film where okay now we're seeing the shark coming at the boat and yeah and and so on and so forth um gotta, gotta see it eventually right of course you do um and it looks pretty all right when you see it eventually yeah but... it does it's the, the the only times where i'm like eh, are the shots where it's coming head on yeah or it's coming straight at the camera and i'm like and, and it, it it just looks stiff and uh, they're the only times where I, I i look at it and go yeah okay that's not great yeah it's funny though i feel like i feel i feel like just because jaws is something ingrained into my childhood this is just what a shark looks like to me so it doesn't stick out as weird <laughs> I, I think it's the fact that the the jaws don't actually move. It's just it's always open and coming forward like that. Yeah, I, it, it, that feels unnatural. I feel like I'm so used to this movie though that when I, a shark's done like properly in CG or whatever, it feels unnatural because there's too much movement. No, no, I get you. It's I almost the you. opposite. I'm just so used to jaws that anything else feels weird. Um, yeah, because it is the it's the benchmark for shark movies, right? It's this the it it, it it is it absolutely is. Now we mentioned the characters, but you probably mentioned the 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 actors behind behind these roles. Uh, they did a really good job. Uh, I mean, Dreyfus, of course, sports in a few Spielberg movies. Uh, Scheider is as broad as great. Uh, Robert Shaw is Quint, who died just a few years after the movie came out of a heart attack. Yeah, uh, he gives a great performance. Uh, I actually, I like I like Brody's wife actually, Ellen Brody. She's she's and I, I like the mayor as well, of course, as I mentioned. But I think what's interesting actually is watching it this time and thinking about the, the wife character is that when he leaves to go she gets really upset and sort of having that in my head this time I actually if I have a critique of the movie is I almost think it's weird that when they get back at the end there's not like just a it, it yeah because just... we never we never see them quite get to shore right they they have the victory and then it washes up well, actually, no, you see them. You see them uh, get on the beach at the end of the credits. If you watch to the end of the credits, you actually see them get yeah, out the water. Yeah, yeah, but well, I mean, yeah, that, that's what I mean. That's getting to yeah. shore. Um, yeah, you, you never you see, them see them interact with anyone. With yeah, back uh, on on land, uh, and it almost even even if you just kept it how it is, but just have like her run up to them as they come out of the beach, maybe. Yeah, it's just I felt it's just, okay. I'm lacking closure for her because she's so upset no, when right, she's leaving. The the last thing that we have with her is is when she phones the radio. Yes. To be like, hey, are you all right? Yeah. Well, what's going on? You coming down for dinner? Yeah. And that's it. After after that, there's nothing that I can recall anyway. No, there isn't. No, that's it. Uh, so I guess for, for her, it's, it feels unfulfilled, and she's such a big part of Brody's story throughout the film. And uh, actually, one of the best laughs in the movie, I think, is when he's telling their kids to get out the little boat they're not even out in the water they're just sort of at the dock and he's in the boat he's like get out of the boat and he's like ah oh, you're being a bit extreme and then she looks down at the shark book that he was reading and there's an image of a shark like chomping on a boat and she's like you heard your father get over here right now <laughs> that, that yeah really that cracks me up yeah. every time no, it's, it's good stuff it's good. there's a lot of little, little funny moments you know again the mayor asking them to get in the water and they're not uh, his general sleaziness is he's, he's, he's trying to like you know justify everything yeah. A lot of the stuff, the, the, the scene again, a good character building scene with Brody and his son when his son's like mimicking all of his actions at the dinner table. That's a really fun little character thing. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I think as an extension of the of the the wife kind of being forgotten, mm. I think to an extent you can kind of say the whole town 
feels like that once they get out on the water i i i, I understand you know that's the point they're isolated they're alone with the shark now yeah it becomes the the, the moby deck it's just them in the water with the, the beast. it does but there's never any moment afterwards with you know beyond just the wife there's never any moment of the town having that relief that okay no we're clear we can you know yeah back to business as normal i i think you don't need that as a whole i think if you just had ellen brody though i think she would represent the town and her relief that he's back that's fair but my, my uh, just you need such a like I say it's such a big part of the first you know half of the movie is the town spirit and all these smaller side characters and all these things that he's dealing with and once they go away they stay gone and i think that's a little bit lacking that you know i, I would like something with them still yeah just to see emily's wife and kids again uh make make a lot of sense you know, yeah, because because Hooper doesn't I'm, I'm, need to reconnect with anyone. He he's just been you know has has been bonding with has been with Brody the whole movie. So, yeah, so he's fine. I, I am almost a little surprised there's not just a scene at the end of just people on the beach. You know, just show, like you know, it's 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 open, right? You know, it's yeah. people are not scared. You know, it's it's back to normal. People are because the the last thing we see of the town is everyone's terrified of the shot. No one wants to go on the beach. The town's in in ruins because this is their their livelihood for the for the year is this summer period and there's nothing for them after you know we, we don't get them back to to reality yeah uh, i mean all there's a huge problem but it's just one of the things that stuck out to me as i was watching it, just how quickly yeah. it started the credits just start rolling and i'm like oh yeah it just ends kind of here um, it does yeah um, and there's the yeah, just I don't know, I just closure for particularly Ellen Brody, but I guess by extension the town as a whole. Uh, mm. But her specifically felt like a weird thing to not have at the end. But um, it does, yeah. But again, this is you know what the the twelfth, fifteenth, twentieth time I've seen the movie. I'm I'm just kind of you know I'm I'm looking at it. I'm like oh okay, what what could possibly be better? Because obviously the action's fantastic. Them in the boat, the, everything with yeah. them. I feel like that boat almost becomes a character in of itself. You get to know it really well as like them like sort of like. Uh, when when they're going round to the other side of the boat and they're having to like sort of climb in the ledge outside the the yeah. little cabin, the fact that they've got the little dinner area deep inside the in the boat under under, you know under the deck and all all that stuff, uh, or even just something as simple as all the little tools that Quint has. You know when he, he first gets like a a catch on his reel and you see him just kind of strapping in and getting his his giant fishing rod and he's got a little holder for it and like all these little elements that just it builds up. Yeah, forward. even to the point of. You know, like when uh when the shark's getting away, you know, and it's it's dragging them, she just gets the machete off the wall. Like, yeah, yeah, it's just yeah. there. Uh, yeah, that's when they've got the, the ropes and it ends up pulling the uh, the things off the boat. Um, yeah. Yeah, isn't actually to use the machete. Though. Oh, he does get to stab the shit out of the shark at the end when he's getting eaten. Yeah, no, it's true. He, he goes down stabbing. Um, a, a warrior's ending. Um, you know, I, I guess you could argue from his character, he felt like he should have went in that day in the water. Uh, this was yeah. his, his fitting ending. A shark finally got him, I guess. Yeah, um, definitely. But no, so all all that stuff is really exciting. Like I say, the, the scene where he does like sort of slowly hook on his like harness and stuff, and um, that's great because the other two characters are just talking and bickering still and like do, talking about whatever. But he's just like noticing the water and he's just like noticing there's a pool and he just he slowly starts to. It's again, it's very methodical and it just builds suspense. It's it's, it's great. Um, and there's so much good suspenseful stuff especially once they're on that boat and everything's just like a it, I, I, 
I think it's a great example to go back and see. This is just this was a blockbuster, and like you know, by today's standards, there's like there's not a lot of stuff happening really. You know, it's not these big, you know, there's not buildings falling down. There's not big alien spaceships. There's not. It's so simple. It's a shark. <laughs> yeah. But it's treated like a blockbuster. The way it handles it, it's so you know, exhilarating. It is. So, you know, it's, it's really effective and it's, you know, it, it's uh it, it did surprise me a little as pacing again it's been a while like, I, I remember it being shorter for whatever reason mm. and i i think it's because i feel like in my head more of the film is on that boat it's not it's it's less than half but in my mind that's the majority of the movie that's, and your, that's and the your real head, meat of the movie in your head that's the start of act two is when they go out in the boat but it's not yeah, exactly. All all that stuff in the town, in my mind, from my memory, you know, as it's been a decade, it's condensed, right? Yeah. Like, it it doesn't take as long as it does. It takes instead of an hour ten, it takes maybe forty minutes, and it just is. It, it, you know, and while I'm watching it, I'm not going, "Oh, this is taking far too long." Nothing like that. It just stuck out to me that there's more than I remembered. Yeah, I think it's all essential though. Like I can say it builds up perfectly. Oh, it is. Yeah to the point where they're willing to let him go and hire Quint and go out on this insane... Because by that point, it's almost like personal because it almost got his son. So it's like, no, I'm doing yeah. this. We're going out there. And uh, obviously, Hooper's heavily invested. And they're all very different characters. You know, Hooper is is really into sharks. He loves doing this stuff. Quint's the obsessed hunter. And then Brody's like, you know, scared of water. But it's personal. So he has to go out. Uh, he's also yeah. the chief. He's also kind of responsible as the, as the guy who, you know, looks after the town. Um, so no, like all that stuff builds up perfectly in the movie. I, I think it has flawless Definitely. pacing. Action's fantastic. Suspense is fantastic. It has really strong characters who very quickly you get who they are. They're very likable, and you're into their story. And even the sort of slamier character, the mayor, is really fun. It's fun to deal with them and how Brody like is, plays yeah. off of them. It's it's never you know uh, like oh he's annoying because he's he's this obstacle. The obstacles make sense. And because because it's all building up to more doom. Because as as they put it at one point, on Fourth of July, you're you're basically setting up a buffet table for the shark, and we have all the people in in the water, and it all, it all goes. You know, they won't go in it first, and they all do, and it is just it feels like hundreds of people on that beach going into that water, and it, they get in so quick because you know it's it's dead, and then the mayor comes over and says, like, "Hey, why don't you go in the water?" He goes in, and then you know a couple of kids go in after. They're like, "Okay." And then suddenly it's rammed. Yeah. There's just so many people. I love how he was scared about the sharks, but when he, he's, he, the mayor tells him to go in, he actually just grabs his kids' hands and brings them with him. And if you think there's a chance there might be a shark, do you bring your kids with you? Yeah, to the yeah. Like, like at, at first it's like, you know, I just, I just put that sun cream on, and you know, I don't want it to wash off. Yeah. yeah. Which uh, you, you wouldn't get away with now because you know, they all, you know, they're they're all water resistant, aren't they? But uh, I, I mean, obviously, I know I'm a ginger. Yes, you know. yes, you're a ginger. Yeah, uh, I, I, I live and die by the stuff. Um, <laughs> I, I get away with not unless I'm actually going to be out like on a beach or something like that all day. I don't necessarily need, if I'm if I'm just traveling to and from you know places, I'm fine. I, I have a what a, you know a twenty minute walk to work. I I have to put sun cream on like my arms, uh, uh, you know, just so I don't burn. Just going to work in that. Yeah, sunburn's awful. I've only had it a couple of times in my life, but. It's it, it's hell, yeah. It really is. It's not pleasant, but uh, but yeah, no, you're right. He's he's just he's a little bit resistant. He's like, come on, go in the water. He's <laughs> just like, come on, kids, let's all go. <laughs> Do you know what I think it is really? 
he's like if this shark comes I'm throwing the kid I'm getting out of here also I love that the mayor's telling him to go in the water but he's walking around in a three piece suit just telling people to go into the water like yeah, how about you yeah. go in the water mayor eh think of that yeah yeah exactly you could go in but no 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 gotta convince others that's what a good mayor does mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh so no but I mean, that's that's pretty much Jaws it's, it's like it's one of these films where like talking about it feels different than talking about other movies that we talk about because it's like okay we don't have to like everyone loves Jaws we don't have to like sell you on the movie you're not defending your position. No, not really. I mean, I had to defend earlier when you were you were bashing Spielberg, even though Spielberg and me are not in very good terms right now because he's made some really boring films in the last decade. But you cre- you say I was bashing Spielberg. I was crediting the man. Lincoln is one of the most boring experiences of my life. <laughs> I'm so glad I never watched it. Lincoln and Attack oh. of the Clones are like side by side in my head for boring. Like, Jesus, really? Yeah, like side by side so boring that that really says a lot I mean you got you got an, another Indiana Jones look forward to right I hope, I hope it's better I really because obviously Crystal Skull was not good and then his Tin Tin which was very indie with Peter Jackson I don't think that was very good that that, that put me to sleep yeah yeah that was uh, boring you know it's been a while and I that was the most depressing thing about watching this is that every time I watch one of these older Spielberg movies because I think I see Jurassic Park more often than I do Jaws but I think my two favourites is Jurassic Park and Jaws and I think that goes to most people I'd I'd assume well I mean I think some people uh, I think Raiders is obviously goes in there and then you have E.T. I think it's always close up and then you get your more uh, savants you like Close Encounters the, the best which is a solid yeah, movie. Always, I'm not doesn't close. It, it is, but you, you always get that odd one. Is like, ah, that's the best. Yeah, um, but no, nah, but you know, watching one of his older movies because I'm so used to Jurassic Park that I, I don't necessarily forget anything about Jurassic Park. I've seen it so much. Yeah, but his other films, Jaws, E.T., uh, and Close Encounters, which I watched a lot as a kid, but I have not watched as much in my adult life. Going back and seeing just how well crafted it is, and the you know the pacing, the shots, the edits, everything about it. It and really upsets the, me. The crazy thing is, is at this point, and it's he was churning these out. Like he was just, you know, Jaws obviously was you know a little bit earlier, but once you're getting into the the, the, the mid '80s to, through to the the, the early '90s, they're just coming, you know, thick and fast, right? Yeah, I mean, he's got a lot of like different films mixed in there because you've got like Empire of the Sun, you've got Color Purple, and yeah, yeah. But but like, like I say, you've got Jurassic Park and Schindler's List in the same year. Yeah, I mean, for Jaws to Jurassic Park is kind of his golden era, right? I mean, that's his his time. Yeah. You know, in in that time, you've got three Indiana Jones movies. You've got Close Encounters, Jaws, Jurassic Park, Schindler's List, um, E.T. E.T. Of course, I can forget E.T. Um, you know, like that that is the era of Spielberg that I I. Uh, You'll get the odd person who'll defend Hook. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, some people like Hook. Um, I, you know, I'm actually I want to see Duel because I've heard Duel is basically just Jaws with a truck, and he made that before Jaws. I'd love. I, I need to get to that. Um, in fact, it's it's on it's, the it uh, it's on the Patreon vote actually for Screams this month. Believe it or not. Who is it? So it's all vehicle movies. Uh, so we'll see if it wins. But uh, I mean, I, I think it's funny that you know all all those you know they were, they were coming out, coming out, whatever, and then you know you get up to Lincoln, 2012. And then you actually have three years off before Bridge of Spies in 2015. Yeah, 
he's, he's got a lot in the works right now though i feel like he's got like five projects all yeah it did. I, mean, I mean imdb is telling me you, west cause, side story because you had the post and then ready player one within about six months of each other you did yeah so so he does he does do it still occasionally it's still a thing that happens you, you do occasionally but like I said, yeah, then, then you have points where it'll take three years off and it's like okay he did that uh, after like Jurassic... Bridge of Spies did not after Jurassic Park and Shadows took three years off before Lost World but that makes sense that probably destroyed him physically and emotionally doing those two back to back like that yeah yeah and then he got to Lost World and was like I don't really want to do this one yeah he's just, that he's just dragging his feet going fine I suppose I'll do it and I'll be honest, you can kind of tell. You can. You can. You can kind of tell. But hey, they did Saving Private Ryan, which most people would hold up, and you know, in his upper, you know, echelon of films. I, I wouldn't. I, I think. I think it's solidly made, but I think it's just a bit too sentimental for for my taste. Yeah, I, I think it's fine, but I mean, I can't really argue on the people who who think it's up there because you know, I mean, if you want to love it, you love it. Yeah, yeah, and there's there's enough of them that I can't argue too hard. Yeah, so so no, but that 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 is Jaws. Um, hopefully, we added something to that discussion. Um, probably not. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not sure if we did. Probably not. I don't have any any. I mean, we had a criticism and we argued over the the authenticity of uh, Spielberg. You know. Coming up with some of the some of the reasons for behind the the, the, the choices, whether it was based yeah. purely on what he could show and what what he wanted to show, um, and I'm not dis- I'm not disputing that there weren't cases, of course, of like no, I can't show this because the shark's not good enough, so we'll work around it. Do something else. I'm yeah. not saying there's none of that. Of course, I'm not saying that. That'd be ridiculous to say. I'm just saying that wasn't 100 percent of every single choice was based on that. We shall see. Well, no, we won't. We'll never see. tell us. You'll never tell us. No, no. Um, but hey, so that is that is Jaws for Shark Week. Uh, we do have another movie already watched, so there will be, obviously we're doing some makeup episodes spread out throughout this month and next before the uh, the time lost in April and May. So you can expect a bonus episode of Influx on Monday. So you can look forward for to that. that. Mm. Uh, Monday, Tuesday. No, Monday. It'll be Monday. And <laughs> un- un- undecided already. No, I was just I was just thinking. You're thinking what else you got to put on? Well, no, no, I was thinking Tuesday because it was it's more even between the, the Fridays, so it's middle between them. But and then I thought, no, 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 streams is going up on Wednesday, so for, just to spread it out from the movies, Monday's the better choice. So Monday. Yeah, okay, you you what you're doing is you're assuming that, that they're like, nah, they're all sticking around for screams. They all they all want to hear whatever shite you're talking about this week for that. Oh, they I, do. I'm just assuming it's some shite. It usually is for screams. Or oh, they do this week. Some, is it a special level of shite? Well, it depends. If you're watching this on Patreon, it's a special level of shite coming up next Wednesday. If you're watching this on public YouTube, then a special level of shite went up a couple of days ago. <laughs> At least we think. Well, no, I've not watched the movie yet, but I'm expecting shite. <laughs> that says it all about that show. You just, you, you know, half the time, like, I go, oh, what shite you watching? That's not me insulting. That's just that, that's just par for the course of what no, you no. do. We have good movies on screens as well. Yeah, they're all less common though, aren't they? Like we've never had shite on this show. We did Westworld. Yeah, we not have. Westworld, sorry, Waterworld. 
I mean, we did, we did, we did what world, and we did, we did, you know, a- AVP. One and two. One and two. Yeah, I was getting there, but so, yeah. I mean, I'm just saying the ratio of shite to decent uh-huh. is 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 a lot more respectable on this show compared to on screams. Okay. Okay. All right, that's been 121 in Fox. You can, of course, let us know your thoughts on Jaws in the comments. Like and subscribe, all that stuff. If you want to support the channel, head over to patreon.com slash TV. It's worth going over there. You get a list of all the different shows and all the different audio feeds, even if you're not going to become a patron. But, of course, we'd love if you did become a patron because you'd be supporting us and keeping us going. And even $1 a month is fantastic um, and would be worth more than watching all the ads for a month on YouTube. That said... If you don't, if you can't do that, don't feel bad. You can watch the ads on YouTube. You can like, you can subscribe. All these things do help. All of these things support us. Uh, but that is us. But there, are, there are stuff. In fact, the first ever um, one twenty one extra went up uh, this this past week on there. That is an exclusive show to the one dollar tier. For one dollar, you get a bonus show a month, and it alternates between almost cancelled extra and one twenty one extra. This was the first one twenty one extra. We had an entire discussion episode on aspect ratios and uh, the you know the various shapes of various movies and why they're important and you know the history of them that kind of thing. And uh, basically, each episode will be a different topic in the movie world. Sometimes it'll be something technical like that. Sometimes it'll be like a genre or uh, something else. You know, but we're looking for suggestions, of course, as always. Um, the first almost cancelled extra last month was about um, the sort of the, the 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 cycle of TV and renewals and cancellations and pilot season and all that kind of thing. Uh, so you get those shows for a dollar you get one a month so you can you can check out that uh, but that is that is it so thank you once again for watching or listening we always appreciate it keep watching movies and we'll see you next time